everybody, and welcome to a special episode of The Roost Podcast. As always, I am Carter Spires, here with my co-host Matthew Bartlett, the founder and managing editor of The Roost, your premier source for Rice Sports news and analysis. Uh, well, I was going to say that this is an emergency episode, but I, I feel like emergency implies bad news, and in fact, this is the opposite. So uh, This is the happy emergency. Episode. We should have words for this. This is a rice podcast. <laughs> I didn't pull up my thesaurus before we started. <laughs> but yeah, uh, as Matt reported on the site tonight, uh, rice is cleared to restart practice. So, uh, you know, obviously there are other things that control whether or not they end up eventually playing football games, not the least of which is the other teams keeping their end of the bargain. But uh as of now, we are on track to play football on October 24th. Yeah, and it was the most bizarre thing. So I get in my car and I'm driving to Rice Stadium, right? Because there was actually practice today. And I pull up, park, and start walking to the field. And it's at that point where I'm like, I almost don't believe that there's going to be real football until I actually see people. So step, stepping onto that field and, and watching Rice football practice, I, I saw it with my own eyes and I, I can confirm it really happened in real life, which means I guess. So officially, Carter, I believe this means the end of our extended offseason and the short the start of a short condensed preseason. Right. Yeah, Did we make it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we officially reached. The preseason after some teams in Rice's own conference have already played three games. Which is crazy. And we have a couple games on this weekend. So I, so I was looking at the schedule and putting my notes together on this. So Florida Atlantic had their game this weekend against South Florida canceled. So they haven't start, started their season yet. FIU, as far as we know, Eric Henry, who was on the podcast well, I guess we dropped it, what, two days ago? It, it's all running together. Most recent guest, he, he texted me that he has landed in Virginia tonight. So assume I'm assuming FIU is going to play their first game against Liberty on Saturday this weekend. So at that point, it'll just be Rice, FAU, and Old Dominion as the only Conference USA teams that have not played a game this season. Yeah, uh... And then, not in Conference USA, but uh, skipping across town, poor U of H now. And, and that, you know, <laughs> this is not these days the most, like, intense of rivalries. But, you know, I still have a little grudge, a little bit of grudge going back to the days when they would try to put up 73 points on us. Uh, but it, so it takes a lot for me to just be like, wow, I feel sorry for the University of Houston Cougars football team. But... Uh, they've now had what, like this is their fifth opening game postponed three in a three week period. Yeah, like not even even forgetting, you know, like the rice game, which was put off ages ago. And the what they were going to play Wazoo, right? Yes, that's correct. And then the the Pac-12, obviously. Memphis was lost. Yeah. Yeah. So they've now had. It's three straight games, right, that they were set to play. And then the other and it's not even them like they're not having outbreaks. The other school has canceled on them because of COVID outbreaks three straight weeks. Yes, it is a just the crazy reality that we live in right now. 
So if if everything goes, so here's the craziest thing, right? So as as things stand right now, October twenty fourth. I know it was penciled into your calendar. Do whatever the in between between penciling and inking something in. It's semi confirmed. <laughs> Rice is going to kick off their season at home, Rice Stadium against Middle Tennessee. That day, Houston is going to play Navy. They actually only have, because they have a bye week in there, they only have two other scheduled games, home against Tulane and away at BYU. If, And I'm not wishing this upon them. If there is another game postponed, it's possible that Houston could have attempted to start their season a month and a half, two months before Rice, and Rice could only be a game behind by the time they start playing. <laughs> Which is... Oh, this year, man. The oddities. I can't even keep up. Yeah. Well, and even like since we recorded the last episode, which which released Thursday of this week, uh, we've had I think we're now set to have all 10 FBS conferences play football in some form. That's right. Today, Friday afternoon, the Mountain West officially announced they're back. And that follows the Pac-12. So. I think what the last report I saw was we have 127 out of the 130 FBS teams set to resume. So that was uh, Old Dominion, Yukon, and New Mexico State as the FBS holdouts right now. Rice will not be among them, which is reassuring after (laughs) not knowing what was going to happen for the last month. And obviously, like like I said before, there is still a lot of uncertainty with this because, you know, as we're seeing, just scheduling the games and saying you're going to play the games is not uh, an indicator that the games will actually be played. But uh, it's obviously a good sign that we're now committing to, yes, we are really going to attempt this. But I think I think you do feel good about it from a Rice perspective because, I mean, we, we've noted this before, you know, with no cheerleading or bias, but like, Rice has had a return to campus that's as successful as anyone in the country. And like, yeah, Rice is a small campus, but also like just from a even from a per capita perspective. I mean, I'm looking at their dashboard right now. Since August 1st, 25,921 tests performed, 24 total positives. Uh, And I think 12 of those are undergraduate students. So like. That's that's pretty good. So like anything can happen. And now that you're starting formal practice, you're going to have the players themselves and the staff in closer contact. So if one of them does happen to pick it up, the there is a chance that it could spread among the team. But I think you feel about as good as anyone possibly can about Rice kind of keeping things in order in its own house. Um, the main thing we hope for at this point is that Rice's opponents, starting with Middle Tennessee, uh, are able to keep things going on their end, because I, I think that's going to be what's more likely to determine at this point, because I, ha- I have a, am reasonably confident that Rice should be able to do as a good a job as anyone of preventing an outbreak that comes from their own team. I would think so. Just a, a combination of, of anecdotes and folks I've talked to and what I've seen so far. So it's this year is going to be a year of just like doing double takes of like, oh, wait, wait, what? So I, I was out at practice and they, you know, go blow the whistle between periods. And that's the point where 
you know, typically I'm expecting everybody to run over that big tent that they have on the sideline. They pull out that, you know, those big, you know, the Waterboy Gatorade coolers sitting there on the sidelines and everybody takes their swig of Gatorade and they run back out. That's what happens on a normal football season. This is not normal. Instead, everybody walks over to the side of where they're practicing in units and they pull up these big old gallon like you went to uh, the sporting goods store water bottles and just (laughs) sits there for 10 minutes and just takes a good long drink. And I'm like, I feel like we're back in Pee Wee. Like everybody (laughs) has their own water bottle. You got your name on it. Your mama made sure you put a sticker like orange slices after practice. No, that's not COVID approved. (laughs) Well, everybody has their own individual packets. This is true. (laughs) I have no doubt. It's going to be like, I'm I'm sure, and I'll share as many fun, bizarre anecdotes as I can of of practice so far. So I will have and I and I will segment and segue and and drop some a little bit of info for y'all real quick. There's going to be more practice notes and we'll have some here on the podcast, obviously, in in the next couple of weeks as we we prepare for a game i i'm still like those words came out of my mouth in real life there's gonna be a football game hopefully yeah we're now uh as of recording uh we're less than uh 29 days away from an actual football game being played by the rice owls just crazy so and i and i will say so a a couple of things first if you are if you're a subscriber on patreon that's going to be the only place this year that you can get full practice updates uh, of what's going on, and especially now in the COVID environment. This is probably as close as you're going to get to the the football team. I'll have news and and updates, and I've already got some some points and pieces and, and things that have stuck out and, and folks that have talked to about what they've been working on so far. So you're going to get news. You're going to get updates. There's a quarterback battle that you can probably read about there. We'll get some more stuff up there. Uh, that's also going to be where we have recruiting updates. I don't know if y'all saw this, but but Rice has their first offer out to a 2022 player. It's uh, September of 2020, and we're offering 2022s. So <laughs> you can go recruiting. We have a list of everybody who's been offered their highlight films, some notes, commitment profiles. There's a lot of stuff there. Uh, 10 bucks a month, you get access to everything that we're going to write and everything that's been written. It's kind of a, a teaser right now. I went ahead and unlocked a couple of pieces from the off season for you guys to just, you know, test drive it before you buy it. We have a, a piece on the impact of the Tyree Thornton transfer and what that's going to do to the secondary, kind of some preseason roster notes and a look at some of the guys that are on the radar for the 2022 class coming up. So you get a little bit on that. But I want to make sure this is your chance if you've been holding out and saying, I don't really know. Well, now we have football. <laughs> it's, it's it's going to happen. So go ahead, pop over there and subscribe. And if you want to read about the teams that Rice is going to be playing on or scheduled to play, you can go ahead and pick up the preview at theroost.com slash shop. I heard a couple folks say, I don't know if there's going to be football or if Rice is playing it's happening. So so pop over there and, and pick up one of those. And there will be some schedule adjustments. LSU is not on the docket anymore, <laughs> which, you know, for better or for not, for worse. But there are games on the schedule. And the, the insight on the players is proving pretty timely because there was there hasn't been any major camp 
since. So <laughs> the inside is still pretty current up to date and we'll have <laughs> you going. So I did want to plug all of that for those listening. If you go ahead and subscribe this week, I'm going to give away a free copy of the preview because I like you guys. So that was one piece. And I wanted to, I did tease this on Twitter and we did get a, a question back. So I wanted to share this Carter, we can we can discuss. <laughs> so Brian, our, our noted fullback fan and avid listener, did ask. He said, given that so much can happen between now and October 24th, which is a month away, how likely do you think it is that they actually play this game? Referring to Rice playing Middle Tennessee. So if you had, I'm going to think now, if you had to put a number on it, Carter, 1 to 10, with 10 being absolutely going to happen, what's the likelihood that Rice plays Middle Tennessee on October 24th? Uh, let's see. MTSU hasn't had any games, any games on their part. No. Canceled or rescheduled yet, right? That is yeah. correct. They're actually playing UTSA as we record. Oh. <laughs> and leading UTSA. Good for you. Good for them. They, uh, they need something right now. <laughs> they've, hey, uh, you know, they've this, had a could heart. Be, this could be false hope by the time we're over. You could yeah. be listening to this, and, and UTSA has scored 40 straight. The mighty juggernaut juggernaut offense of Texas-San Antonio, as we all know. Yeah. Let's see. So they don't have an off week in between now and the Rice game, which would make me feel better. Um, oh, update. UTSA has taken the lead. It's seven <laughs> in the second quarter. <laughs> Let's see. I'm trying to think. North Texas just had a, a cancellation, didn't they? Yes, they lost their entire linebacker crew to contract tracing. Okay. Hmm. So maybe they'll be okay by then. So I'm I'm putting this all on 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 Middle say, Tennessee because you're doing uh, advanced math here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to see like if there are any teams on their schedule between that now and then if that have had severe problems already or that have played teams that have had severe problems as the which is, uh, how many degrees of separation from kevin bacon except now it's <laughs> yeah, the exactly. COVID. so i don't know it, it it all depends on like i said i i have a fair amount of confidence that that rice will be able to keep outbreaks or not have outbreaks or keep them under control or have them resolved uh by the time we get to the 24th so, I don't know, let's say 70%. I obviously feel a lot better about it now than I did, you know, a week ago or even two or three days ago. Yeah, I, I, that's like, I think it's more likely than not. But you do have to account for just the fact that teams are having, like, we're, we're seeing a pretty high clip of canceled games at this point. So, yeah, I don't know, let's say 70, 75%. Okay, that's that's basically right at where I was. So just by going by, and we talked about it, I want to say on the show last week, but it was the show that aired yesterday, Thursday. We're recording this on, on Friday when we're the, the news is coming out. So the 25 to 30% some odd cancellation rate, I, I got to say that given the, that specificity, Rice playing Middle Tennessee on October 24th, I think I can't put more than a seven, a seven out of 10, 70%. I'd probably go under to say six. Um, now, if you ask me, 
is Rice going to play football on October 24th against someone that I might give seven and a half, eight. Like I, it, who knows? And will Rice play? If Rice doesn't play Middle Tennessee on October 24th, I don't know if that game's going to get rescheduled. I don't really see much of incentive to do so. But yeah. if 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 Middle Tennessee, if we have a situation where Monday it gets called off, I mean, you'd have who knows how the math works. But yeah, I could see Rice slotting in another another conference USA game there. Or, you know, if Houston is continually free, we'll just we'll kick it off with the bucket. Like, yeah. how ironic would that be? <laughs> <laughs> a month and a half after originally scheduled. <laughs> hey, UMass is now looking to fill a football schedule, so. Uh... They're always on the line, and as we've noted, Central Arkansas will play anyone, anywhere, anytime. They could be in your backyard right now, challenging you to a football game. So uh, just, you know, maybe make sure, you know, check the blinds, make sure the the dogs, the cats are inside. But uh, (laughs) yeah, so and on the schedule, so as currently scheduled, Rice would play six games, also USA. Um, obviously I think they would like to get that UAB game rescheduled. Um, the, the CUSA championship game is currently scheduled for the 12th, right? Yes. So yeah, they I, do I ha- say that in pencil because I don't think conference USA knows. Yeah. I mean, they're going to change the date but and I think, the location I think, I think and the format. Theoretically it's <laughs> officially still December 5th. Okay. Officially. I would be surprised if it's played on the 5th instead of the 12th. Yeah. I mean, especially at the rate that CUSA teams are having their games canceled and moved around. And like with, with all the other schedule adjustments, it's not necessary. Like, I, I, I think the Pac-12 is going to be playing the to the 19th. Did they? I'm Maybe it was the, the big game. Yeah. Is that I right? Think the, the Pac-12 just announced, I think that their plan schedule would have the championship game on the 19th, which I think is also when the, the big 10 is doing theirs. And then I like, I think the, I think the secs might currently be the 12th with the possibility of flexing to the 19th. Yeah. And I think the ACC was, we could do the fifth. We could do the 12th as we could do the 19th. I'm pretty sure the ACC left three weekends open. (laughs) Yeah. Like the, the sec has their regular season schedule going through the fifth. And so I, I assume they would they would be flexible about the 12th or the 19th for the championship game, depending on if they need to be. Yeah, depending on how many games. So if I were in charge, I'm not. But if I were in charge, depending on how many games were canceled and just the opportunity to get on more more TVs with eyeballs in front of you and play more football. Like, I don't see why you don't play on the 5th for sure, and even the 12th, because the, the championship game is going to be played at the highest, well, how do they, whoever's going to the game. <laughs> one, of the, <laughs> one of their two teams' home stadiums, which I'm, Rice's stadium is free, on the 5th, the 12th, the 19th, the 26th. <laughs> like, day after Christmas? That'd be fun. Um, so, we'll see. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think... From from conversations that I have had, I think it's all but it's very, 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 very likely that UAB is going to be scheduled in on December the 5th. Now, whether or not that gets an when that gets announced or what ramifications, I mean, Rice loses Southern Miss and UTSA 
they got to put somebody on the fifth. Do they play UTSA on the fifth and not UAB? I, I don't know. Like there, there were so many permutations away from that date that it's not really relevant to figure out who goes there. But yeah, U, UAB, they're going to be if Rice adds a game and, and I think they'll try to against UAB. I think it'll be December 5th. Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, Asher O'Hara just threw an interception. They got returned to their own. Uh, what? 32 and then uh there was a personal foul on the return so utsa got it at the the 14 yard line and then 60 year mccormick ran it in for a touchdown so it's now 14 to 3 utsa he's, he's good at football he's pretty good yeah, yeah, yeah. also that's that's pretty five solid. interceptions for asher o'hara in seven eight quarters yeah that's bad that's that's that's, uh, bad. that's pretty bad um and i feel awful i think we dropped the lead and that is by rice playing football this year per ruling of the ncaa rice is bowl eligible oh yeah <laughs> that's official the ncaa has come out and announced that they will be oh i don't know what the official words were but they'll be rescinding bowl eligibility requirements for this year so yeah, which Makes it a little tricky now with all of the conferences theoretically playing. Like, uh, that yeah, so might... now we have 127 bowl eligible teams for 81. Is it, I, I, I guess it can't be 81, 82 slots or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I think so. And I don't know. I kind of get the feel, like, you kind of get the feeling that I think there's maybe been one bowl officially canceled already or something like that. You kind of get the feeling that all of those aren't going to be played, right? Like, or at least it would not be surprising to see like a huge chunk of those bowls. I mean, just because of how the contracts and everything are written out, like they need the game. They're more dependent on the game happening than like Rice is dependent on playing a season. Yeah, that's true. So, and ESP, ESPN owns the vast majority of the major bowls. Yeah, so they like will probably at this point, they will probably want the TV product. So, yeah, the, that's yeah. OK, a majority of them are probably going to get played, but. This kind of ups the ante for Rice to, if they want to actually be in a bowl, to uh, to have now, to make good on their their remaining season because uh, the, record will not be an impediment to teams that with bigger fan bases getting picked for these games. Does it actually? I'm thinking now. Does it actually make it harder? Because it if, e does, if everybody's right? eligible and you're the I don't know, Independence Bowl. And you have the choice between a three and nine Mississippi State with Mike Leach or an Ole Miss with Lane Kiffin that is four and eight or something like that. And a six and six rice. Oh, wait, I'm I'm talking like there's 12 games being yeah. played. This pro, is crazy. Pro rate those records. But yeah, like it's my mind hasn't adjusted to that. Like, it's probably going to be a long shot for a three and three Rice team to uh, to get a bowl invitation at this point if everyone is eligible. But Man. if we can get to December and argue about the bowl that Rice deserved to go to, I'm like, this is a success like, yes, from where we were a month a ago. I mean, hey, if if they if they only play six games and get to three and three. That rates out to six and six over a full season, and I will count that as a in a normal season they would have gone to a bowl. So that will be that will be my bar for this season. Yeah, and and I feel we we should just for 
posterity keep everything where it is to start. The schedule as currently, and you know, knock on wood, we've seen games scheduled, games canceled less than 24 hours in advance so far. Uh, Charlotte's game was called off. We had another Friday cancellation today, yes. so it's it's crazy. But Rice's schedule right now, no bye weeks, starting October 24th, going through November 28th, is home Middle Tennessee at Southern Miss, home for UTSA, away at Louisiana Tech, away at North Texas, and home against UTEP. So... We'll see. The only thing that's going to be really interesting is this is a, a phenomenon we've never really seen before. We were, you know, poking at Asher O'Hara and Middle Tennessee for and we've actually, I think, already poked at them a couple times for their <laughs> inauspicious start. But Middle Tennessee for, you know, they're going to be in midseason form by the time Rice opens their game. There's not going to be a ramp up. You're going to get started with like accurate or not your first <laughs> First opponent yeah. out of the gate is going to be an Asher O'Hara that's played five or six games. Yeah, they're either going to have ironed out the kinks or the wheels will have. Well, the <laughs> wheels have probably fallen off already, honestly, but I don't know. The wheels will either be back on or they won't be. Um, I do feel a little better about given how this year has gone starting with them than I do maybe Southern Miss or UTSA. Or Louisiana Tech, for instance. Uh, but yeah, that that's going to be a very interesting factor in how this season goes is like, is it going to be an advantage or not for Rice to have not played? Like they won't be uh, they won't be beat up. They won't be, you know, have nagging injuries that other teams do by the time they're starting. But uh, they will also not have had the actual game action that every other team on the schedule will have by then. So it's going to be really, I mean, that you know, that probably evens out by the time they're on the back half that like Louisiana Tech, North Texas, UTEP. But those first couple of games, it's going to be really interesting to see whether, what is it they always talk about with the, like the NFL playoffs, rest or rust? Yeah, there whether, you go. Uh, which one of those ends up being more important? Yeah, and we'll have obviously we'll have a couple of weeks to, to to go through the intricacies of, of how things are, are shaping out. But it's going to be interesting that Rice is. I think this is the point where, you know, we we talked this off season about how challenging it was going to be for someone like Jeff Trailer at, at UTSA, going with a a, a relatively the roster's not super young, but it's a lot of younger. I mean, this is Frank Harris's first year to play quarterback because of injuries, and so they're. They're hitting the reset button in a lot of places with a new head coach. Rice, theoretically, should be better off because this is this is the year we circled on our calendars, proverbially three years ago when Bloomgren was hired. Like he get, He'll get his guys in. He'll get his scheme in. We'll get the talent. We'll be able to run this scheme. We'll have the players. And this is the point where Rice has those guys. Like You have Blaze Aldridge and Austin Trammell like, calling the shots on offense and defense. So like you know they're going to know what to do. It's just executing that is going to be it's going to be challenging when the first first one out of the gate is, is Asher O'Hara yeah it's it's nice that uh like yeah I, I think that's a really good point that it does at least mitigate some of this factor of having to start your season in the middle of the team you know because you know it, it's not like Rice has the like they're starting the same weekend the Big Ten is but 
the Big Ten will be playing against other Big Ten teams that are in the same situation, whereas Rice is starting its season halfway through the other teams in the conference's season. Um, but I think you feel a little bit more confident about it, given that Rice has such a veteran team right now. Um, that I, I think makes you feel better than you would be if you were looking at a really young group. And I do, I mean, I mean that really ties back to what I think is the most, the biggest takeaway from tonight is that, you know, for however good we feel about it as, as people covering the team and as fans um, and all that stuff, you just, the big win for this is, is the players. Um, you just like to lose this season, you know, especially after, all the ups and downs. And now that everyone is trying to give it a go, like, you know, you aren't sure that any, every individual game will be played, but it does seem quite likely that rice will get to play at least a little bit of football this season. And just the situation for this team with so much coming back and with all of the, the expectations that we had, it's really, really nice that to be, essentially assured that we are going to get some football for them. Uh, that I think is, I don't know. It, 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 it just, it, it feels really good to have this announcement from that perspective. Yeah. And I'll, I'll echo that and, and add on, you know, as soon as, and we talked about last week and, and the week before, as soon as rice decided to postpone practice a couple weeks ago and not play, the game against Middle Tennessee or, or the game against Middle Tennessee, the game against Marshall or, or UAB as scheduled, you know, that that picked up a lot of criticism because uh, honestly, Rice is the only school in the country that's taking this approach to there were some the conferences that ended up changing their minds. But, you know, Rice is, is kind of pushed things back as, as far as they can. And, you know, I think. I don't remember which one of us brought it up on the podcast a couple of weeks ago, but we said what Rice was trying to do was thread the needle. They were trying to wait as long as they possibly could, get the best testing they could possibly put in place, be as safe as humanly possible, and play football. And right now, it looks like they've done it. Yeah, and without having to go through the horribly awkward PR move of canceling the season and then saying, just kidding, we're trying again. So, uh, yeah, no, the, the phrasing I had used was thread the, the skinniest or the thinnest possible needle. And uh, they did it. Yeah, I mean, they got to get to the football field. Games have to be played. But, uh, man, we can talk. We, we can talk about practice. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to do actual, like, game previews we'll get to talk about actual football games on this podcast instead of uh i don't know ranking movies and other pop culture things <laughs> which so, hey shout out to christian covington balling out yeah in the nfl yeah but also by giving us the greatest uh one, one of the best quotes i have ever seen from a professional athlete when they uh he got asked shortly after he arrived in Cincinnati if he was worried about picking up picking up the playbook on such short notice. Short notice. And I, I wish I had it up in front of me right now, but he said something basically to the effect of, it'll be fine, I went to Rice. 
Now, and and I died laughing at that, but that was actually the second time I've heard that. So, so I guess <laughs> two seasons, Bloomgren's first season, when I launched The Roost that summer, I get there to, to fall camp, and I, I'm, I don't know if it was the first player that I interviewed after starting this, or it was one of the first two or three, and I'm talking to Zap, Zach Abercrombie, and I'm just saying, hey, you know, you're you're a senior. This is your your third defensive coordinator. Or I guess it was he a junior at that. I was like, his third seed, his third defensive coordinator. Like, has it been a challenge to to understand and to learn all these different schemes? He's like, look, we all went to Rice. We're smart <laughs> enough to do this. <laughs> I was just like, at that point, I was like, is it going to be different color? Because I covered college football teams around Texas and everywhere else. I'm like, I. I but is it going to be that different covering rice? And the answer was yes. Yes, it will be. <laughs> but in a, in, a, in a loving and an endearing way. Yeah. So I found the uh, the tweet from uh, ESPN Bengals reporter Ben Baby, which is a great name, by the way, Ben Baby. But his phrasing, Bengals DL Christian Covington on any difficulty picking up the playbook. Not too hard. I went to rice. It's gold. And I look forward to I'll, I'll I'll let you we'll find out. We'll keep everyone posted if we uh, if we have any more. I went to rice comments from our it, it's going to be weird. All our it'll be a lot of a lot of Zoom interviews this year. And it's it's all going to be different. So but, you know, I will take it because the amount of times it's funny. I've I don't know where I was. We've compared this to a roller coaster ride this entire offseason. And I don't know where we are in the roller coaster. I was trying to think about it because <laughs> we've gone through all the loops and like, I don't feel like we're going to be coasting in, you know, when you've gone around that last turn and you're slowing down, but you're still like feeling the ride and you're like, Ooh, that exhale. Yeah. I don't feel like we're going to be there till the season is over. And we've played however many games. So I feel yeah. like we just I, went I up. I feel like, I feel like what it is, is we can we're, we're coming around like a, a final turn and we can see the end where we like pull back into the, you know, where the ride lets off. But there's a tunnel in between here and there. And that <laughs> that tunnel could just have a straight section of track in it or it could have like 14 other loops where we where we turn around and do like a whole separate track underground. We have no idea. Like it looks straightforward, but it might not be. Yes, this is a. If I have any Disney fans out there, I, I think it's <laughs> Ex Expedition Everest at uh, at Animal Kingdom. There is there is a point exactly like we're speaking of. You go into the mountain searching for the Yeti, and you come up and you see him, and you're going forward, and you're like, "We did it!" But then you stop in the dark, and it drops you backwards down the track, <laughs> and you're like, "Oh, we're playing football now. That's where we're at. We're at the point." We've stopped. We've reached what we think is where we're supposed to be, and we're going to get another twist. So when Rice opens up their season in, you know, four weeks against UIB and then plays a home and home with UTSA and, and closes <laughs> the game, closes the season against the uh, FAU, you know, just just be ready. Like, <laughs> hang on. Well, well all right. Uh, yeah, we will. We will take it. So. Uh, great news. Rice football, hopefully in exactly four weeks, but uh, looks like we're getting rice football. So uh, we presume y'all are as happy about that as we are. Uh, we'll see you next week and rice fight.
This show was edited and produced by Carter Spires. It features music from Joseph McDade.